Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method, that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, and today we have a very special guest, Monica Fullerton. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Monica's bio. Uh, There's quite a little bit to share in here, but Monica has been part of a military life that often requires wearing lots of hats. As many of you know, I also have military background, so I'm excited to talk to Monica about this. But Monica has been named a trailblazer in tech by Military Spouse Magazine. She's been on Forbes Next 1000 list, and she's recently been named on the Mighty 25 list as one of the most influential leaders supporting the military community. Monica is an ambitious entrepreneur, twin mom, and Air Force spouse. You've long dreamed of being an an entrepreneur, and you definitely want to support your efforts to the greater purpose versus just starting a business. And I am really excited to talk to you all about this, Monica. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dawn. Well, let's just start off, first of all, by telling people about your business, Spousely, right? And tell me a little bit about how this came to be, a little bit about your background. Just start at the beginning, maybe, and and tell us all the things. Okay. Well, it's a little bit of a long story, so I'll give you the short version. So Spousely is an online marketplace where you can shop a wide variety of both products and services, all created by military and first responder families. I like to call it Etsy meets Angie's List, but with a focus on shopping for social good and supporting our nation's heroes. And uh, as you mentioned, I'm a, you know, a military spouse, a twin mom. So everything really kind of stemmed from my own personal frustration as well as inspiration. And it's always a little crazy to say those two words in the same sentence, but <laughs> right? you know what they say, entrepreneurs are always trying to fix a problem that they've personally gone through themselves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. So so this is Spousely. Okay. So Spousely is, I love how you said that. This is a place, a marketplace. It's kind of Etsy meets Angie's list. Um, tell us like what, okay, what was the inspiration behind this? What problem were you solving when you, when you first started this business? Yes. So I was very lucky. Um, you know, I was working a full-time remote career. I was making the salary I always wanted. Um, but unfortunately for me, the passion was missing. I had mm. to pivot. I had to settle. And I know that's very similar to a lot of my fellow military spouses, if they were even able to find something that they could piece together, you know, in our lifestyle. So right. the military spouse unemployment rate has been at 24% for nearly a decade. And, um, you know, that number, I'm not okay with that. And it only continues to rise, especially because of the pandemic. And it really boils down to needing that flexibility and stability 
and also kind of bridging the gap between, you know, that that void of not being able to do what you love, as well as having something that can move around. So I was thinking, you know, there's so much talent within our community yeah. alone that I wanted to do something that brought everyone together um, where we can help empower one another to be the best version of ourselves, while also providing an extra income generating opportunity. I love that. And, and I didn't, I didn't know that that statistic was so high for unemployment. I mean, that's pretty shocking. And you would think too now with the kind of the online space, particularly during the pandemic, there would be a lot more opportunities. But I think a lot of times it's that people just don't know that the opportunities exist, right? In a lot of cases as well, that, you know, having a military family doesn't mean that you can't work from home. You can't be, you can be online, you can still have, you know, meaningful careers and jobs and things like that as well. Tell us a little bit about your background and your career and how you kind of got to this point. So what were you doing before that was maybe not as fulfilling as you said? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I always say I am proof that you can hold a very successful remote career because um, it really boils my blood when people assume, you know, a virtual career might need to be settling for less from a salary standpoint or, you know, what, what abilities that you have. So I went to school for broadcasting and communications. Mm -hmm. I have a master's um, in business specializing in marketing. Mm -hmm. I had very big dreams of, you know, being on television as a host. I just, I love the power of communication and how you can use communication to inspire one another and to share those stories. Um, And then when I started living the military life, I quickly (laughs) learned that there is no way I can have a broadcasting career and possibly be moving around every two to three years. It just, it wasn't going to work. And I remember um, at our first duty station, I uh, remember going into just a number of different interviews and I ended up uh, in logistics. And I remember thinking, what is logistics? Like I was just (laughs) sitting in the interview thinking like, oh my goodness, what is this? Yeah. And, um, you know, it was something that allowed me to learn so many different avenues. It shaped yeah. me into the person I am today in business. I was actually working directly with the owner. He was an amazing man who um, basically always said, you know, you're not leaving, you're not going anywhere kind of thing, because he allowed me to continue moving up in the company while also allowing me to work remote. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I I did that for pretty much about a decade and it it was great. I was working with Fortune 500 companies. I was, you know, flying in, sitting in in the meetings with CEOs and CFOs and doing all of that. But I'm more of a creative person. I I love the passion behind creativity, behind businesses, um, communication. And so I finally kind of got to the point where I was like, you know, something has to give And I decided to go with the passion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have a very similar uh, background, education and otherwise, and um, have also worked for a Fortune, you know, 25 company for many years and was fortunate enough to be able to move around with them as my career also continued to grow and establish, um, but also didn't necessarily feel super passionate about Mm -hmm. it. At some point, it's like I'm working really hard for someone else and I could be 
working really hard for myself and yes. doing more of that creativity piece. But the logistics side of things now, as you've transitioned into product-based businesses, even multi-marketplace type businesses, I'm sure the logistics piece really has helped you understand sort of some of the nuances of e-commerce and product-based businesses and some of the challenges that can really be associated with now your new venture here and and how that all is very complex in so many different ways. I feel like there's always, you know, different puzzle pieces. I talk about it all the time. Something always fits in somewhere. Um, You know, we just kind of least expect it at different points in our life. (laughs) Right, right. And I think the the background in logistics, although maybe not the most sexy of things, probably (laughs) served you really, has and is continuing to serve you really well right now in your current venture um, with a lot of these things. So tell us a little bit about how long um, this business has been around, sort of what is the the kind of vision and mission behind it? Because so many of our listeners and so many of the people that we work with at the agency are really creating businesses out of passion, out of purpose, out of a reason for sort of, you know, mindset. And, and it's really because one, like you said, you, you were sort of you know, solving a problem and getting yourself into that, but really kind of what is the passion and purpose behind um, Spousely and and tell us more about that. Yes. So I launched Spousely uh, two years ago. So right before the pandemic, great timing. Good timing. (laughs) Um, So I spent the first year of launching still uh, in a corporate career and getting everything off the ground and I self-funded everything. And then I got to that turning point after about a year in where I was like, oh my gosh, something has to give. I'm working around the clock, you know, trying to make it all work, being a twin mom, you know, holding down the fort at home and all of that. Um, so about a year ago, I did go all in on entrepreneurship and Mm -hmm. I have not looked back since, um, you know, it really does just prove that when you are passionate about something and you really want to see it go all the way, you can, Mm -hmm. you know, double down on everything and just go all in. So my goal for Spousely is to make it a household name because, Mm -hmm. you know, the more that people know what Spousely is to shop small, to make a big impact to purchase with purpose, the more we're directly putting funds in the pockets of our nation's heroes. So it's a really nice business model that really goes full circle. Um, It's allowing our vendors to grow and thrive, especially no matter where the military life sends them, while also really empowering those who might be feeling stuck, um, you know, kind of like I was, or don't really know where to get started. We're providing them with that community. That's great. And I, I love, so tell, tell us a little bit about sort of the marketplace that is Spousely. Tell us a little bit about, you know, who's on there, who is this platform for, and how sort of you came up with the idea of bringing it, because it's a, a bit of a unique model, right, in, in comparison to some others. But tell us a little bit about that part of it. Well, I have learned that I have quickly taken on one of the hardest business models as a solo <laughs> who is bootstrapping. Um, but uh, like I said, it, it all stemmed from just the inspiration in our community. I was actually in a car ride just going to dinner with a few uh, fellow military spouses. And I just remember thinking in that car ride alone, there was a photographer, someone uh-huh. who made coffee, a private investigator, and then me, the business brain that's always thinking, how can we go Uh above and beyond? How can we make it work? And um, that's where the name came from, because I would always say to my friends, that's so spousely of you. (laughs) And um, 
Yeah. Perfect. So I just really wanted to continue to, to uplift one another. Um, yeah. I always talk about it being a people versus products marketplace, which yeah. sounds a little crazy because obviously at the end of the day, you know, we need the sales to continue growing and building together. And that's what ultimately provides that flexibility and stability. But at the end of the day, you know, we are powered by our nation's heroes. There's so many incredible stories in our community. Um, we have vendors that are gold star families that have lost, you know, their loved one and they're using this small business as a creative outlet and it's providing them with so much more than just, yeah. you know, a product that they're selling. We have, you know, vendors that have waited their whole career after they retired from the military to start yeah. a business that they've always loved. And it truly is a people versus product marketplace. You know, you can go to Amazon, you can have something delivered to you the next day, which is great. But at the end of the day, if we encourage more people to purchase with purpose, it's mm -hmm. truly allowing us to give the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, I love that. Purchase with purpose. I think that's definitely something we've talked about on the show. We talk about it in the agency, maybe not with that direct tagline, but we have talked about it with making sure that you're putting your dollars really where they count. And, you know, sometimes that is, like you said, with Amazon, sometimes it's not. So if I'm understanding correctly, and just for our audience, for clarification's sake, Spousely is really a marketplace where people can come and sell their products as independent businesses, they come and they can, is it, do they apply? Do they sort of go through a process to come and be part of your community? And then you help sponsor and promote them outwardly. Is that correct? Yes. So all of our vendors run and manage their own shops on Spousely, which is yeah. providing them, you know, with being able to grow and scale how quickly they would like while they have this built-in community. Um, we're kind of using our buying power all together to share mm -hmm. with the world how amazing uh, we all are. But yes, the, the process to become a vendor is very easy. All of our vendors are approved through our partnership with GovX. So we do, it's kind of like an ID me type thing where yeah. um, all of our vendors are approved, you know, affiliated with the military or first responder world. And then anyone can come on to Spousely and shop without needing, you know, any approval or anything. Got it. Got it. Well, I love that because then you get to see probably behind the scenes of a lot of different types of businesses and a lot of different military families. And it's such a cool, probably line of sight that you have as a creative person as well. So not only are you creating your own business, but you're getting to see behind the scenes of a lot of other businesses and a lot of other military families as well that are creating something bigger than themselves, right? A lot of legacy projects and, and different services and products, I'm sure, right? Yes. And that's my favorite part is getting to know the vendors, their stories. You know, we have vendors of all different sizes. We have ones that launch their business to just be on Spousely. So they sell oh, exclusively wow. on Spousely. Um, we have ones that, you know, are doing their business full time. That's how they make, you know, their, their living. Yeah. Um, all different stages, which is what makes it truly unique. Um, and what is bonding us all together is that we know what it's like to support each other in both life and now in business. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, we have stages, we have listeners at every stages um, in business. And I think whether it's you now hindsight 2020 looking back, or even as you've been able to see businesses that have come on as vendors now, 
kind of give our listeners some advice. If you could turn back the clock, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit, but if you could turn back the clock and share some advice with maybe either people who are thinking about doing it, who are thinking about maybe starting something similar to yourself, or who are even maybe in the vendor situation where they're interested in that, what would that be if you could maybe think hindsight, do it again, maybe not open during a pandemic or, you know, those types of things. But you know what, for other people, it was like the best time ever to open was during the pandemic. So that's not always the case, but what, what advice would you give to people if you could kind of turn the clock back? Well, I love this question because it's something I think, you know, all of us entrepreneurs think about all the time. The time. So my, <laughs> my biggest piece of advice is don't hold yourself back. Um, I remember I made that mistake when I was first launching Spousely. I wanted everything to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. I wanted everything to come off perfect to make it look like Spousely was already this, you know, established brand and it was going to be able to compete with, you know, the bigger guys and all that. But at the end of the day, you still need customers, you still need brand awareness, you still are building from the ground up. And I learned that once I finally kind of, you know, got a little bit more vulnerable and started sharing with people like, hey, we're still a startup, we just launched, we would love for you to help us spread the word. Like, you know, we don't have that much money to spend on marketing or things like that. Um, the real beauty started to, to happen and it was word of mouth. It was people wanting to just step up and help spread the word. And I think, you know, the biggest takeaway there is don't hold yourself back from trying to be perfect because the entire journey is going to be a learning process. Yeah. You're going to pivot, you're going to make changes, um, and people want to be a part of that journey. Yeah, I think there's something really valuable for people to recognize that we all have started from something. Right? We all started this. We all came from nothing, started something and created it. And I think there is something really valuable about being vulnerable with your audience and letting them see even a little bit behind the scenes of like, gosh, this is really tough. And I've talked about this on the show. I've talked about this with my my clients even. It's like, you know, I know what it's like because I've done it myself, starting my own agency, which I would say is also probably one of the hardest business models out there right now is is agency work. But being able to be vulnerable and realistic and share that like this is not always perfect, but you know, it's part of the journey and we're all experiencing this. And if you want to go through the entrepreneurial lifestyle, you're going to find that it's going to be imperfect. It's going to be messy. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to wish that you would have, should have, could have, all of the things, right? Yep. And I think that's so valuable for other people who are even, you know, remotely inspiring to want to do something or even thinking about doing something is is being able to see that and that the reality of that, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree. And, I, you know, it just depends on what your business is. There's all different business models and, you know, different ways to run and to scale and grow. I will say if you have a business where, you know, you can be on the front lines and you can share your story, that's going to help you grow so much quicker because at the end of the day, let's face it, there's so many products out there. There's so many different businesses, but what truly separates you and your business is you, the person who started it, the person whose vision, you know, is coming to life. And I think, you know, people will start to see that magic just through the founder and it's contagious. They want to be a part of it. 
Exactly. Exactly. And, and I think there's so many different milestones along that journey, right. Of, of being able to share your story, tell your story, and then reflect back on things that you wish you would have done differently, you know, along the way, what would you say up to this point? And again, you know, I ask you in two years from now, it may be very different, but in, at this point, what, what's the most important thing that you think you've learned along the business journey so far? And, and what would be some things that you would say, gosh, these were really like aha moments for me that I hadn't either anticipated or, you know, these, these came across easier maybe than what I had originally thought. Yeah. I think the, the biggest takeaway that I've learned is to go with your gut on this journey. Uh, And, you know, we hear it all the time from other people, like go with your gut, go with your gut. And I think it just sounds so cliche, but at the end of the day, it really is true. It can be anything from, you know, you getting ready to work with a new company or, you know, Mm -hmm. making your first hire or possibly, you know, bringing on different help in different areas, whatever it might be. Um, go with your gut on that decision because it's scary, you know, especially when you're making that first contract hire of like a marketing company, you know, you want to make sure that you have that good feeling already because more than likely if you don't right off of the bat, you might leave yourself feeling, you know, a little disappointed at the end because you didn't go with your gut on it. Yeah. I think a lot of times we try not, sometimes people try not to listen to their gut because one, they don't trust their gut or two, business tells you you shouldn't trust your gut to a certain degree, right? At least my business training was all like, oh no, facts, data, analytics, which I agree that's all part of it as well. And there definitely has to be a fine, I think, balance between listening to your gut and having the right level of data and analytics to help support that. But there is something about just sort of internally knowing when it's the right time or not the right time to do something. Yeah. I, I believe in that so much. And I I agree, you know, you got to go with the facts and have the data behind it and everything. But at the same time, um, always remember it was your vision. It's your passion. You started it, you know, you got to just stick with what's going to continue to help it push forward. Right. Right. What do you, what would you say, like, as far as, you know, helping push yourself forward? I hear a lot of times from, from clients or from people who listen to the podcast that they're really finding themselves, you know, stuck in, in certain places or they find themselves really kind of slugging through what's been a big challenge for you right now, or what's, what do you see as maybe a big challenge in the industry right now, particularly in the online space and kind of how have you overcome it? Yeah. So the biggest challenge is always seeing other people's success, right? I think, you know, it's a great way for us to keep pushing forward, but a lot of times maybe you'll see somebody just did this and you're like, wait a second, how did they get all those sales? And why isn't my mind working? Or, you know, we always like to compare ourselves to others. And I think the biggest piece of that is, you know, not allowing yourself to get lost in that, but to Mm -hmm. always use it as inspiration. So what I personally do, um, you know, I feel stuck all the time. I I hit, I go up, I go down, up, down, up, down. Um, I'm very involved on LinkedIn and that has been a really great outlet for me as a business owner. Um, I think, you know, if more people could share a little bit of the real that's going on in their journey, um, we could all see that we're not alone. We all are going through different phases. There's Mm -hmm. no such thing as an overnight success. And as much as we, you know, see the shininess of other people shining and things like that, which is incredible because it keeps us all going, 
Right. We don't really get to see what it actually took to get there. <laughs> so if we only knew, right? <laughs> if we only knew, you know, what right. it took to get there. And I think yeah. that, that's a key uh, piece that we could all do to help each other and to yeah. be inspired is share more of the real. Don't hide behind maybe that negative that's going on. Yeah. You know, put it out there and just say, hey, I'm having a hard time. You know, I, I got myself into this. Does anybody know anybody that can, you know, maybe help me yeah. push forward? Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Do you have a mentor or an industry role model that you kind of look towards? Anybody that you sort of look at as like, gosh, this is somebody I'm aspiring to be or someone who has helped you kind of get over some of those humps you just talked about? Yes, I have a number of mentors. I think it's incredible, especially as a solopreneur. You know, yeah. I'm just not quite there yet where I can make full hires. Um, so having mentors, they're pretty much serving as my you know, coworkers, basically, we're yeah. all helping each other They're, you know, the mission is near and dear to them. And they kind of help me see past the clouds, because sometimes, you know, our brain gets so foggy. Right. Um, but when it comes to a public uh, figure, someone that is such an inspiration to me is Sarah Blakely. Yeah, I just love her realness. I love her story. Okay. I think, you know, it, it was so incredible just to see everything that she built. And there were so many people involved in that yeah. building process. Right. But the fact that, um, you know, she's just so real, so vulnerable and just is able to inspire other women. I agree. She's one of my favorites as well. And I love that she gets online and really does that real talk. Like you were just saying, even on LinkedIn or on Facebook, TikTok, wherever, I've taken screenshots on my phone of different things that she said while she's yeah. doing them live. And I'm like, you know what? If she can say it, somebody else can say it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Yes. And it, it's the reality of what's happening. You know, she's sitting in her car saying, oh my God, this is like yeah. so hard, you guys. This is like, I can't even figure out how to do this. And you just look at that and go, okay, you know, she's doing whatever it is now, a billion something or other yeah. in, in sales. And you're like, okay, even at that level, the struggle is real. And, and that I think just gives that sense of, of camaraderie, but also hope, right. Yes. That, 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 that it's out there and we can all do it and aspire to be that way if we want. Yeah. And it never feels like it's like a robot behind the screen, like, you know, uh -huh. sharing those like inspiration snippets. Like I, I love when it truly is the real. So that is something that I just encourage, you know, anyone listening is try to find that place where you can be okay with being vulnerable. It doesn't make you yeah. look like a bad business owner. It doesn't make you look, you know, in a bad spotlight. Cause a lot of times we're worried like, Oh, is this person going to think I'm weak or is my community right. kind of think, you know, I'm not capable of leading or things like that. I think it really just shows that we are all human. <laughs> right, right. And I think people want to do people with or people want to do business with people that they can they can know and that old phrase, know, like, and trust, but it's actually that, that ability to see yourself in them as well yeah. and understand that they are actually human. And there is some vulnerability and some realness in what we just talked about, even in the struggle and, and going through the challenges that we all have and making sure that, you know, we're keeping it real and that we aren't, you know, just instant overnight successes and that, you know, people are, are struggling on the other side of it, or they're having great success and being able to share it. Cause I love when she shares or other people share inspirational things of, you know, this was really tough. I came on the other side, made a mistake, but here's look, look what's happened sort of thing. And, and I find that really inspiring and very motivational for myself as well as for other people. So that's yes, awesome. Love that. 
Love it. Okay. So final couple questions as we start to wrap up here. What do you envision spousally looking like in the next five years or so? What's kind of your ultimate goal with this? Or even beyond that, I say five years because that seems like kind of where my head can go for things <laughs> right now. But where where do you really envision this um, taking it? What's your what's your ultimate goal here? Yes. Um, so like I mentioned, I'm on a mission to make Spousely a household name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the sooner that we can see and show everybody that our community is just filled with so much talent, inspiration and grit, the more good that we can continue to do. So mm-hmm. we've also developed other avenues. We just launched Spousely U, which is powered by USAA Small Business Insurance. And that's mm-hmm. going to be a tools and resource hub for our vendors to be able to grow and thrive and, you know, learn about different areas for their business. Um, We also have our podcast. So there's so many um, different areas that can go hand in hand, but the ultimate goal is to make Spousely a household name. That's amazing. That's amazing. So if I am interested in finding out more about not just how to become a vendor with you, but even just shopping as a common person, tell me how do I find out about becoming a, a vendor, first of all? Where where do I go and where can I find out information? And we'll drop all of these in the show notes, but how can I find out more about that, first of all? And then where do I go to shop? Yes. So you can find everything on our website. It's spousely.com. There is an easy area towards the middle and bottom of the homepage where it says become a seller. You can just click on that. If you're military or first responder or connected, you'll basically just go through, you know, some questions, go through your verification, and then you'll receive an email with, you know, getting your shop set up and being a part of the community. And then on the customer side, it's very easy. Just head on over to spousely.com, start browsing the different categories. Um, you can find anything from, you know, handmade candles, home decor, coffee, macaroons to the service side, which is CPAs, real estate uh, agents, uh, legal, everything. Yeah. Um, so really making it your one-stop shop to to shop small. <laughs> you guys, I I was, you know, doing all my research beforehand and I was searching around and I was so impressed with all of the different things that you can find on this website. I mean, literally there's gifts, there's food, there's arts and crafts, there's apparel, there's services, there's things for your house, health and beauty, like <laughs> anything and everything that you want. And for all of us who are associated with USAA via our military or first responder pieces, things like that. I love, love, love that you are bringing um, that into it as well as having a university that's going to be associated with it. I think that's just incredible. So definitely go check it out as a vendor or as a user. Shop small, shop small um, businesses all the time, but also military. I just love this. And it is near and dear to my heart. We are also military family. We were just talking before husband, 20 years retired, and he's also still a first responder. And I love what you're doing here and really highlighting and supporting, um, all of our amazing, amazing people that are out there trying to make it happen in the world. So thank you so much for joining us today. This was incredible. Yes. Thank you so much for having me and allowing me to share more about our amazing community. Yes. We will drop all the links so that you guys can go check it out, spousely.com and all her social media links so that you can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, all the other places. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. 
If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again and until next time.